In 2011, the National Commission on Certification of Physician Assistants, the NCCPA, will launch specialty certification for physician assistants. With nearly 70% of all PAs working in medical specialties, many are grateful that someone has finally recognized their need for recognition and documentation of qualifications. But others feel that this certification will destroy the flexibility of the physician assistant profession. One thing seems certain, the PA profession is changing. You're listening to ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, your host, and with me today is Dr. Randy Danielson, Physician Assistant, Dean of Arizona School of Health Sciences at A.T. Still University in Mesa, Arizona, and Editor-in-Chief of Clinician Review. Dr. Danielson is Chair of the NCCPA's Work Group on Specialty Certification and has served for many years on the NCC Board of Directors and is Chairman in 2007. Today we're discussing the NCCPA Specialty Certification for the Physician Assistant Profession. Hi, Randy. Welcome to ReachMD. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me on. Our pleasure. Randy, after many years of debate, the NCCPA has decided to develop a specialty certification program. Tell us, when will these exams be available and how will the certification process work? The new programs that the Commission is launching will occur in the year 2011 and uh, will include specialty certification programs initially in five specialties, and that's emergency medicine, cardiovascular surgery, orthopedic surgery, psychiatry, and nephrology. Will this test replace the generalist exam? Oh, great question. We get that question a lot, and the answer is no, it will not. One of the underlying premises in the development of specialty certification is that this should enhance the credential available to PAs, not replace those that already exist. And would you be able to take both tests at the same time? Oh, another good question. I suspect that that certainly would be possible. I'm not sure that PAs would be interested in taking it on the same day, but uh, some of those uh, specifics actually have not been ironed out yet in terms of, you know, when it will be available and whether it'll be available at the same time. So, Randy, a few years ago, the NCCPA held a summit on this very issue, and it was promised that they would never go down the road of certification, but rather some type of recognition. So what changed? Well, a lot of things changed over the years, and just to give you a little history, uh, the whole idea of a specialty recognition program is not new. It's actually been something that the Commission has been looking at for well over two decades. And back in February of 2006, the commission looked at, well, what is it that PAs really wanted? At that time, we couldn't define it. So we used the term specialty recognition and looked at what other professions are doing. After lots of fact-finding and discussions, we really came down to saying, well, what is it that we really want to do? And listening to our PA counterparts in PA specialty organizations and in physician specialty organizations, it came down to what we really want to do is to certify something, which is what the commission does best. So who is the NCCPA doing this for? Is it for the PA profession or is it for the public or for both? Well, it's for both and actually maybe even more than that. As we looked at the stakeholders that especially certification would affect, primarily we looked at patients. That's certainly one of our charges. We looked at how this would handle issues surrounding the practice of PAs. We also looked at how this is important to, or not important, to state regulatory bodies or other credentialing organizations. But you hit the nail on the head that the two groups that this is most important for is the public, our patients, and the PAs. 
So specialty PAs, they certainly deserve and should have a mechanism for documentation. But several of the PA societies had already developed their own recognition programs. Why not support these and take it out of the NCCPA's hands and put it into the specialty programs? Well, that's true. And and actually, the organizations that actually have gone down the road of some sort of recognition were actually the same ones that have been coming to us for many years saying, you know, what's taking you guys so long to do this? We need your help. We need your expertise in doing that. And really what it comes down to is after the summit meeting back in June of 2006, where we had, you know, 30 plus PA and physician specialty groups there, and then followed up in December of 2007 when we met with the four the AAPA, PAEA, ARCPA, and actually the postgraduate programs, we looked at what it was that was needed. And the truth is, is that there are outside entities that actually would like to do this as well. So the commission said, well, we have the expertise. We do have the best interest of the PAs and the public in mind, and uh, we wanted to move ahead with it. So opponents of specialty certification are concerned that additional certification could eliminate the flexibility of the PA profession. To many PAs, that's what they enjoy most about our profession. So how does the NCCPA plan on offering specialty certification without creating a barrier to PA mobility? Well, it's certainly true that some critics worry that specialty certification is going to impede PA's ability to change specialties or to move through specialties. We actually view the specialty certification model as a way to facilitate movement between the specialties. It establishes a process through which PAs can obtain and document training, experience, and knowledge. And uh, our hope is that the result is that PAs who move into one of the specialties included in our program actually find it easier to demonstrate to a potential employer that they have qualifications to enter the specialty and have committed to a prescribed process for training, growth, and assessment in that area. We believe that those designations then will facilitate the entry into the specialty, not slow it down. I understand, though, that the certification is voluntary, But there are concerns that if PAs choose to not get certified in that specialty, it might be more difficult for them to get employment or that it may become a prerequisite for the jobs. Do you think that'll be an issue? It's certainly an issue that some PAs are talking about now. The truth is we don't know. The best wisdom of the board of directors of the NCCPA is that this is not an issue that we think is going to happen. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and I'm speaking with Dr. Randy Danielson, Physician Assistant, Dean of Arizona School of Health Sciences at A.T. Still University in Mesa, Arizona, and Editor-in-Chief of Clinician Review. And we are discussing the NCCPA Specialty Certification. So, Randy, here's the big question. Why now? With our changing healthcare system and all this potential for new regulatory change, is this the right time to be introducing a significant change in the PA professional designation? Well, Lisa, that's an excellent question. And, and I guess my counter to the question is, if not now, when? We've looked at this for, as I said earlier, for you know, well over a couple of decades. And we've thoughtfully looked at you know, the launching of this. And the truth is, is that we don't know what's going to happen you know, with health care reform. But we do know that the president wants accountability in health care. We think that this specialty certification program will help with that accountability. And it's a slow process. Once we create the components of the specialty certification model, you know, the first five launch in 2011, and subsequently specialties that occur after that will be years to come. We don't think it's going to be a problem at all. 
This is an issue that has PAs passionate on both sides. And if we believe that certification is a good thing for the PA profession and that the profession as a whole needs to accept the changes, good or bad, and we step forward and proactively meet a public or organizational medicine need and give Obama our accountability, should we not then receive something in return, more autonomy, less physician supervision, or how about a new name? Certainly, any time that there's change, and this is significant change, there's no doubt about it. And as we move down the road, we think we, meeting the members of the NCCPA Board of Directors, we think that having this type of accountability will indeed help PAs become better PAs, have more opportunities, particularly among the smaller specialties, to grow and become part of the mainstream. So we think that those things just by themselves may happen. The NCCPA surgical exam was discontinued due to lack of interest. Why does the NCCPA think that PAs will have interest in these five exams? Well, one of the things that we did with the surgery exam some years ago is that it was basic surgery, and it wasn't something that obviously was required, nor was it something that a lot of people felt an interest to take. And so there was a lack of interest. The new specialty certification program will actually be much more focused. And as I said earlier, in terms of surgery, this in 2011, it will focus on cardiovascular surgery and orthopedic surgery. And as a result of that, this will be developed by an advisory committee made up of each of the five specialties that's going to be included in the 2011 launch. And uh, they will have the opportunity to look at, you know, what is the framework for that particular specialty and what's needed in, in that focused surgery. So the specialty organizations that currently have PA specialty recognition programs, are they going to continue theirs as well? Or when you talk to them, are they going to end what they're currently doing and switch over to NCCPA certification? Or are they planning on doing both? I think that at this point, they're waiting to see what's going to happen. Uh, we continue to have dialogue with them. Uh, they're well aware of what's going on. And, you know, as we launch these five different specialty certification programs in 2011, we will continue talking with them and to see if indeed the same kind of model that we're proposing will be valuable for them. So you have five initially offered. And is there a plan for additional specialties? There certainly is. Now, one of the things that we've looked at, even looking at the five that are launching in 2011, is there are many factors to be considered in terms of what's next. We have to look at the population size of the PA group, the assessment of need, not only by us, but by the PA specialty group. A lot of different factors focus on procedures, support of their organization, PA mobility trends we talked about earlier, the criticality of their patients, and you know, and how much of their specialty is hospital-based. And that's just a few of the things that we have to look at before we decide, you know, which specialty is next. And what about additional CME requirements? How will that work? The four components of our specialty certification model entail CME and a specialty, and that, that will be decided by the advisory committee for that particular specialty. Experience or time working in the specialty, again, determined by the advisory committee a patient procedure log, and then a specialty exam. And, you know, once a person enters into any one of those four components and has completed one component, then they can sort of be considered as a candidate for specialty certification. Will there be another letter added to the PA-C-something else? 
There won't be. And the reason for that is that we feel very strongly that the very core, the very foundation of the PA is the initial certification and the recertification. You know, that dash C is a very important component. We're not planning on adding any other, you know, letters to the credential. So there's one main fear, I think, that a lot of PAs have, and that's what insurers, malpractice attorneys, hospital credentialing bodies will do with certification. The worry is that once the NCCPA starts this process, that then they'll have no control over what the marketplace does. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I have two thoughts on that. My first thought is that I do believe, and this is just my opinion, that this process is going to move ahead whether we do it or not. So if that's the case, then we think that our relationship with state licensing boards, with other third-party credentialers, our relationship with them, and our support that the foundation of any licensure ought to be just the PA-C, and that any kind of specialty certification is a voluntary add-on component to that. Well, I know that's how it was with the surgery exam, and no one ever asked if you took the surgery exam, but so will PAs with years of experience be grandfathered? That's still to come down the road based on the recommendations of the advisory committees. And their job is to answer those very important questions. And then that material will come back to the NCCPA Board of Directors in the spring of 2010 for approval. And what about the cost of the current generalist exam and the recertification exam? Are those going to go up to accommodate the new certifications? At this time, there's no plans to change, you know, the cost of the pants or the pan ray, you know, to cover the cost of the specialty certification exam. It's important to note as we move down the road that there may be other costs, you know, for the foundational exams, but it's not going to be based on a specialty exam. Well, the PA profession has certainly moved into the specialty direction. So I know that a lot of PAs have been asking uh, the NCCPA to help them out with this for many years. So I applaud you guys for stepping into this area. I know it's complicated. If people have questions about uh, specialty certification or about the NCCPA, where would you direct them to get information? Well, first thing I would do is to go to our website, which is www.nccpa.net, and there is a mechanism on the website to give us some feedback that goes directly, you know, to the president of NCCPA who reviews that. Number two is that we will be, many of us, uh, moving around the country speaking at PA CME sessions, giving an opportunity for grassroots PA to have the same kind of conversation that you and I have had. Well, thank you, Randy, for coming on the show and letting us all know about the specialty certification. It's my pleasure. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 160, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit our website at ReachMD.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts. And you can also find us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Twitter. And thanks for listening. <laughs>